0: What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode 92.0. And we're beginning our new game for the year of the finishing games that we own that we have never played. This one, Matt Or have, has, or have played. Sorry, Matt. Um, we're going to be doing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, today, I have with me Matt Quinn. Hello, friends. And returning guest, Anthony. Surprise! Surprise! He's back. Back for uh, for some uh, Horizon.
1: Enjoy the holidays? No.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit about Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, developed and released, well, developed over a few years, but released in 2017, which is wild to me. This game is three years old. Didn't feel like that long ago. Uh, but a uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive, uh, published by Sony. Uh, for the
1: time being.
0: Yeah, for the time being, I guess. Yeah.
1: We'll and, see.
0: And then um, also uh, developed by Guerrilla Games, same people who brought us the wonderful Killzone series.
1: Which I'm quite partial to.
0: I, I am too. Like I think the Killzone two was a little meh. The uh, online component was really fun. Killzone three I thought was really solid and I love the multiplayer in it. Shadowfall meh.
1: Yeah, I mean it was okay. Yeah. It didn't it didn't elevate really other than it looked a bit slicker.
0: But yeah. So uh this was the I remember when this, so we're getting into our history, but I remember when they first kind of hinted at this game. They didn't tell us what it was or what it was about, but they were showing like these almost like primal samurai gear looking stuff. Uh, They look like uh, samurais with weird, like weird armor on and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this sounds kind of interesting. Everybody thought it was going to be like a samurai game. Or a ninja game or something like that. And it, they, they show it off and it's like... I don't even know what to say whenever they show it off. And at the time, I remember saying... Eh. Okay. Looks cool. And then it came out. I never played it. <laughs> never even bought it. Um what what ended up happening was that sony sony is pretty good at this um at the end of every year they typically send websites codes for their games that came out that year so they can talk about them for game of the year deliberations and ken just emailed me and said hey you want a copy of horizon they're asking if anybody on the website doesn't have one i was like sure and he gave it to me in 2017 i officially <laughs> i officially booted it up in 2020 so there you go. There's my history with Horizon Zero
1: Dawn. Uh,
0: how about you, Matt? Uh,
1: well, I mean, it's... I was basically in from the first moment I saw this game. I mean, call, maybe I'm a five-year-old boy, but if you show me a robot T-Rex, there's not much more I need to see. Uh, uh, plus, I mean, I, you know, I, I just... The, having seen it the first time... The aesthetic was just very bold, like the contrast between the you know the people being kind of primitive and then the technological enemies. I don't know. I was just, just kind of sold on it. I knew I'd play it anyway because I you know I liked Killzone enough to say I want to see what else Guerrilla does. You know, it's uh, interesting enough to me that they're doing something quite substantially different from Killzone. So if it's their first try, let, let's see how it goes. And uh, I don't know, I, I got it day one, I started playing through it, I didn't binge it in the weekend, but I did play through, uh, essentially straight through over about a, a week or so, and really liked it, I thought it ended well, uh, I, thought, I think the game keeps getting better the more you play it, because... Yeah, the more skills you get, the more varied the gameplay gets and uh, I just I just loved it all the way through. so actually when when it came time to play this, I booted up the game and realized I never bought the expansion. Uh, and then the next day I happened to see a deal online to buy the game for five bucks for the for the complete edition. So I, I got a code so I have a digital copy now. and I actually decided to new game plus this game. Okay. Instead of just starting from the beginning. So I, I just read up on what that meant a little bit. So what happens is there's the first two chapters are basically the intro, and then you're, you, you come of age and you play the rest of the game. So New Game Plus, you start at that break point, and you just play the adult version of Aloy. So, what I did is I booted the game up, played the first mission, then loaded up my save, created a new new game plus, and then continued on. So, I didn't miss any of the game on this playthrough. Uh, uh, but, well, I want to see how much different it is. I'm playing it on hard, uh, but, you know, I'm also level 33 or so when I start, so I don't know if it'll be harder or less hard. I don't know if they compensate for the fact that you've already played it once when you go back through on a new game plus, but... There are, are quite a few secrets I did not explore. I did not 100% this game by any means. So there, there's quite a lot more I want to dive into in this second go-round.
0: Okay. Did, did the New Game Plus stuff say it was supposed to be harder from the get-go, or no? I
1: don't think it really said. Okay. So are you like you just, like, said, are you just was like one-shotting over. everything? Uh yeah, essentially.
0: Okay.
2: All right. Well, Anthony, how about you?
1: I bought this game.
2: So this game went on sale. Like so, games up here are by default like seventy nine. We're wow. lucky if they're yeah. Um, now that in fact this would have been during uh, there was so the year this came out I was really bad at like buying every new new release. And um, or at least in the same time period because I bought Uncharted Forward. knowing knowing <laughs> that I wouldn't enjoy it, but I bought it because it was like maybe this one's better. and I suppose maybe it was, but we're, anyways. Um, and I bought No Man's Sky and Regrets, and for some reason this is the game I didn't play. <laughs> um, but I bought it on sale because it's like fifty bucks, and I was like, well, this I- I'm gonna play this shortly. Um, and this is the same year, obviously, that I played, um, uh, oh God, really? Breath of the Wild. So I was like, I could go for more Zelda stuff, and I mean, I had just come off of, like, near Automata, which, I mean, so, I was like, I'll play this. And then I never did, and I actually had to break the seal on it for this playthrough. Uh, um the the thing is, is, that like I know how this game ends because I'm I'm not a person that really cares to be spoiled. In fact, because the 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 nice things about synopsis uh, generally is they don't give you everything that happens. Um, you have to really dive for someone to kind of explain everything to you. Uh, I can know what happened at the end of it and still be surprised by things. And so far I actually have been, but
1: by, by the way you get there.
2: Yeah. Like, I, like, um, see, see, I'm, I'm a person you're, we, we were talking before the show about TV shows. I'm a person that doesn't like hitting the end and then having someone kind of spit in my face. Um, I, I kind of need to know that what I'm going into is worthwhile and as much as I love listening to people talk uh, about stuff, um, I was hearing a lot on this game, and, like, I, I listen, I love the Zelda game, but, like, I'm not going to tell you it has a great ending. And so I was like, I don't know. Like, let me look up what happens. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. So um, it, it hasn't been a lack of desire. It's been, like, a for some reason, just never going to this as the game. Uh, So when I heard that you guys were thinking about it, I was was like, hey, Drew, do you mind if I come on and play with you guys? And it's like, yeah, sure. So um, I'm glad. It's making me play the game finally.
0: That's kind of how I was. It's been sitting on my hard drive for three years. So I guess it's finally
2: time to play it. And the weird part is I've now played a game on the same engine that was newer. So it's weird playing kind of the game before it. What else is on this engine? Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding is using this engine. Decima,
0: yep. I did not know that. I thought Kojima made his own game engine. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I, um... I... You know, this the fun the fun fact is I this is the first time I've booted up my PlayStation 4 in probably 6 months. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Yeah. 6 months. Dude, I play three games. Monster Hunter World, Overwatch, both of which are on PC, and then randomly go to stuff on Game Pass, which is Xbox. So I, I really don't have, like, I, I, well, I take that back. It's not been six months. Uh, I did boot up God of War and played through some of that, uh, back in December. But that was the first time I, I had turned on my PlayStation in, in months. So I just don't play much PlayStation anymore. I just, most of my stuff is on Xbox because I have an Xbox One X. So I want to play in 4K and the other games I play are on PC. So. So in order to play a PlayStation exclusive, I have to play my PlayStation.
1: <laughs> dust it off.
0: Yep. So I dusted it off and started it up. So uh I guess we start off with the
2: beginning. Uh, Was the oldest looking. The oldest looking child looking ever. Like child ever. Yeah.
0: She looks older as a child than she does now.
1: Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> She weirdly looks like an uh, an adult head on a child's body.
2: That's exactly yes, right. So, and it's weird because the other kids don't look like that. No, but that's because she like they did a lot more work. Okay, I guess I can start this now. It's clear who they put more work on uh, into. Yeah, yeah, You sure about that? Because man, let me tell you
0: something. I've got to bring it up, and I'm bringing it up at the beginning of this talking about this. There is something wrong with the facial animations in this game and a lot of it comes from Aloy. Aloy looks like she's gritting her teeth half the time while she's giving her lines and she looks so, like she's bored
2: out of her mind. I yes, I understand. Um I I have a I wonder because I'm assuming Ashley Birch mo a lot of it I wonder if she because I don't know what her natural voice sounds like I assume it's this because it sounds a lot like her character from um, Life is Strange but I wonder if when if she's putting on a voice that when they mocap her it's her kind of doing that because it's like not always pleasant looking when you're trying to put on a voice I don't know there's but th- I find that like her facial detail is far above the uh, other characters. Like, the or detail in general. Her rust um, and the um, old ladies uh, they all have way more detail than a lot of the other characters. Yeah. And not just, like, things that are on them. Just legitimate, like, work into them and I, I get it those are the characters you're gonna see more. does the random guy walking on on the trail but like if you're going to zoom in on them to have them talk, clearly they have some importance. It's just a little weird.
0: Yeah and I, and I can tell that there's more articulation in the facial animations and in everything um, when it's a actual cutscene. And not one of those in-game cutscenes where you're choosing dialogue. But it is so distracting just to see it. I'm just like, gosh, this is just bad. Like, I don't, like, I I just, I'm, I'm actually floored because the game looks great. I mean, even the characters look great. It's just the animations, it just comes off as like they're, they're barely moving their mouths. And they and, and the only other thing that really moves is their eyebrows, and it just looks strange to me. I don't know. Yeah,
2: that's a. It, it's weird how far we can come in a like span of less than five years. Like,
1: yeah, I can't help but compare the visuals of this to The Witcher Three, that are both a couple years old, but both pretty good-looking games. Um, and they're they're both pretty lush, but yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like mouths are are just always tough to do.
0: Uh, they do it. They do it a lot better in The Witcher Three, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah,
0: I just I
2: I don't know. It, it it's very distracting to me. I like every time I, I want to say that that might be one of the things they worked on in the DLC. I know they worked on like a bunch of technical stuff in the DLC as well. So I don't know if that's something that'll be different when we hit the DLC. Okay. Oh, I, I just remember that they were. I think that's where they introduced the snow mechanics too, which would later be featured in um. Death really, Stranding. Death Stranding. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, it, it's. We want to talk about jarring. Like I know we're jumping ahead. I I apologize for bringing it up, but um. It, this game has a lot of weird things that are dated in it. Like, just walking in the environment at times, I'm like, this feels a little bit aged. And it's so weird. But I think it's just some of the, the stuff we've had closer to the end of this generation now has put past games... Like, you play this, the new Assassin's Creed games and go back to the beginning of... Like, go back to Black Flag great game but boy does some of the way that he walks in that environment feel old the witcher 3 man but the witcher 3 is also it's like what what are you what can you compare to the witcher 3 you know like other than everything i suppose but like it's just it's a it's its own beast they're like you know c d project red until they have cyberpunk that's their main series and it's like I can see what they I can see what this engine did before and after this game so it's odd to see the in between hmm. sort of like pre teen years you know like the <laughs> weird awkward phase of it because like they took an engine that was for a shooter. I believe I believe Decima was made for uh, Killzone, but um, it, it's um, it, it's just it's odd is like especially after playing the game. Uh, yeah, it's Decima. Um, so like they took an engine that wasn't open world and turned it open world, and then I have now played the game that is the bringing that to its furthest extent with Death Stranding, and this is the weird in between. Figuring everything out. So,
0: you want to know somebody who's got facial animations down? God of War. No, I was going to say a company, but okay. um, Ninja Theory.
2: Yeah, they've had it down for years. They've
0: had it down for years. Like seriously, I know we, we did. We did Heavenly Sword, with the facial animations in that are insane. And then yeah. their underrated gem of a game, uh, enslaved. enslaved. Andy Circus. Yeah. I don't care. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. That game is amazing and nobody played it. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, back to, uh, the 30 year old child. Yes. Uh, so we have uh, a very young Aloy fall down into a cave and that cave is filled with uh, parts of the, what they call the metal world, which is uh, obviously something from long ago, which is also long away from us. So uh, it seems like something happened in this world uh, that made humans go back against technology uh, and they see it as almost like a a curse or some type of superstition stay away from all the technology because it's bad just because it's bad Uh, and uh, well I mean later on we see that this world is also filled with mechanical animals who act exactly like animals That's a good album, Mechanical.
2: That's
0: a good album. Yes, Mechanical Animals: Colon (laughs) that act exactly like animals. (laughs) Yes, but uh, yeah. uh, So uh, my all right. Well, I mean, we're we're jumping around, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just jump into my theory. I don't know. Is is this (laughs) is is this Skynet? Did Skynet Does, happen?
2: Can I, can I just say that is the greatest thing I've ever heard? Let me jump into my theory. I don't know. I don't Thanks. know. it's true.
1: I'm confident that I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm confident that I think that that I don't know, but I think Skynet probably happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're, we're running around this cave. Yeah. Uh, She's, uh, she knows she's not supposed to be in the cave because the metal world's around here. Uh, and we're seeing, uh, some people like, obviously, been there for a very long
2: time, dead, almost mummified. Yeah. And, and knowing what I know, I don't know why all these people are dead. That That's what's fascinating about this is like, I, again, I, said before that I know the ending of this game but I have no idea what caused all these people to die I mean if you listen to the audio logs in this segment I have an idea of why they died but like I'm not sure not sure if like stalactites and all this stuff that's in the cave like happen in real life so I don't know if this is a probably use a sci-fi term the grey goo sort of thing do I know what that is, or am I just speaking gibberish right now?
1: Yeah, no, I, I okay. Know what you mean. I, I just don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, okay. well, it's not.
0: I don't know anything about this game, so um,
1: I, I, it's just it was interesting because I'm like, oh,
2: okay, this is not what I thought at all. So,
0: so I do have another theory. Um, this isn't as far into the future as we think. Like, I, I, I get the feeling... Uh, you, you remember the Village M. Night Shyamalan movie? Yep. Where everybody... Don't, don't bring up that movie. Well, everybody not good. Where you think every, Well, everybody, you know, is living in old times because they wanted to get away from technology? And I don't think... I think we're probably maybe a generation or two from when technology was around.
2: I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, that's kind of the story of one of the tribes in Elix. It's a group of people that have rejected technology to the point where like, you can go to their dump pile of all the technological stuff. One of the few neat things in Elix before the game kills you
0: so I don't know we'll see but uh yeah we find uh Aloy finds a uh what she calls a focus I don't know if that's actually the official term of it um but she calls it a focus it's like a little device that she puts on her on her head that uh, gives her a kind of like a AR vision yeah yeah where she can—that's can, I was going to describe it. Yeah, she she can read other technological stuff. This is the future that Google wants. Yeah, it's, it's Google Glass. Um, but uh, she she keeps it, and using this device explores this ruin, and there's multiple things that you can find here, like audio logs talking about different things. The, some of the people obviously knew that something bad was going to happen. And that this is basically like their last days of like saying goodbye or leaving their memoirs or whatever. Uh, and she gets like a hologram of a guy who's like doing a birthday thing for his kid. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I I get these games. These there's certain games that are supposed to be spectacles, like The Last of Us.
2: And... Here, here, here! Drew goes into a rant. Everybody, yeah, yeah. buckle there's, up! Yeah. There, I knew
1: this was coming, but before you even made the last comment, before we started recording, I just could tell.
0: You could tell that I I, I feel the same way. So yeah, my, yeah, I tell. my my fears are kind of justified here. Um which I, my fears were on the last episode that i don 't think I would enjoy this game too much I said i my fear was I would hate it i don 't hate this game there 's these games that they always have these moments where it 's supposed to look really good, so it 's showing off the graphics about how amazing this game looks on top of that. They're trying to stroke, no, not stroke, but strike like an emotional chord. And I got it during the scene whenever she's like enjoying watching this hologram and she's smiling and stuff. And I'm just like, this feels like the other games that are like Uncharted has
2: those. No, I think you, I think, I think you're right by saying stroke because it definitely feels like they're making you watch it and stroke themselves. That's,
0: I swear it, you know what the, Every time I see those moments, all I see is fanboy fuel.
1: Yes, that sounds like yeah. It's the, it's the idea that they're manipulating you.
2: Yeah, I'm okay. I, I I definitely understand this segment because it is it is barely a tutorial. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Show you how to crouch. Show you how to run. And and let me show you the world. That I have made, isn't it great? Every, High five me
0: every time. Um, and I, I, but, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. It happens on Sony exclusives. I'm throwing it out there.
2: Wow, well, I mean, someone's gonna have to make the comment, so I will. What are the Microsoft exclusives? That's what I thought. I mean, there are some <laughs> Microsoft exclusives, but you don't see this happening. Gears of War. Oh, you say that. I remember a portion of Gears of War 2, where Dom's wife is found. Oh, and I'm like, oh wow, damn, okay. And then I was like, we're we done with that. All right, that was fucking why. What? What? Am, like, you're, I get it. You had you wanted to go for your emotional impact, and then you went back to being Gears of War. Like, what broken mess... At least... At least the moments in the Sony games, and I know I know what you're referring to, so I can't fully disagree, Um, at least those moments are tonally kept even after them, you know, except for maybe Uncharted. But even The Last of Us, those moments are... From what I remember watching of Last of Us, I should specify, but... Um, and and it's like it, it at least keeps the momentum going in a certain direction without like making sure everything comes to a stop, and then is like, okay, now you can play the game again. Like, oh, okay, but isn't it great? Wasn't that a great scene?
0: it just uh, it,
2: this game hasn't done it since the opening that's in my true view.
0: that's true and, but it just had that tinge of it and it made me go I, I think
2: I think it's but I think it, 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 to some extent it's a narrative driven game I did not well I see I, I sent drew a message and went okay this shit got crazy um, after the proving I was like what the fuck and then just some of the stuff that they were doing, I was like, okay, like that's fascinating. Um, it's, it's. I think they wanted to set up the the her being an outcast so badly, but didn't know how to show that and show what you they wanted to show you with the old world stuff. Yeah, early on i mean i'm sure but i don't know
0: the the i i just have to say it because there was a tweet a while back whenever they announced the last of us two and it got a bunch of retweets because true we've
2: done this podcast man I, I i hate to say it but we've done the podcast about not being fans of naughty dog stuff i, I know that but
0: it was it, it what was said in this tweet enraged me it was basically it was the second trailer for The Last of Us Two where they finally revealed Joel and somebody made a tweet saying that you know, it was showing a bunch of reactions of people watching that trailer and crying and I'm like <laughs> and, and, and the the tweet said, See, this is how it's Sony exclusives, they just they just know how to pull on your emotions. And you don't see that from Microsoft. They're just they're just stupid and they don't they don't understand when when Joel shows up, everybody cries because they just know. And I'm just like,
2: shut hey. up. All right. Well, that's a so so so. I'm just gonna say something. This seems like more of an issue with the people that play Sony games rather than so much the Sony games. And I get it; they affect your your experience as well if you engage with them. Uh, I deleted Twitter. So well, <laughs> that was my my thing is is my that... solution. That, that 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 very, was, was putting my own Twitter account <laughs> head on a on a block and then chopping it off
0: but my my thing is it it does affect the games because they you know they're making videos of them crying at the friggin trailer. Do you not think they're gonna try and throw that shit in there? They're going to try and throw it into all their I'm games.
2: Everybody is is the either oversensitive or overreactionary, but that's the internet, Drew. I know. Here's here's a here's I a five minute reaction video result.
0: for you know a two-minute trailer. It just like I, I... look. We're we're, I we're still at the beginning of this game. I'm sorry, I went on this tirade. No,
2: I, I understand. I, I get it. I, I just think this is less of a a look at me moment, which I know that they do. Like, there's clear moments, even in God of War, which I think was Sony's best game this generation, um, where they they do try to grab at your feelings and your emotions, but. In this particular case, I I want to just kind of chalk this up to, I don't don't want to say poor writing, but someone going, this is the way we're going to show that she's an outcast and she really does kind of want to belong so that when she becomes an adult and is kind of jaded, this is the reason why. Because they needed an excuse of why she would still be kind of like, I don't give a shit about the tribe at all like n- none of these people ever gave a crap yeah about me. and and um it, it, it's just it's the way to make it so like they and, and inadvertently or inadvertently maybe they, they knew this would happen by doing that it does show you that you're you're playing as a truly good character you despite whatever your decision is in the dialogue because like she does still help the people that you know were not nice to her.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of got the sense, Drew. I I expected a hundred percent. You was not like the beginning of this game where it's more linear and it's more Sony. <laughs> <laughs> but my real question is, once it opens up, if if anything changes, and your you know your kind of your feelings on it,
0: I was uh, yeah. And and I feel I don't hate this game. I I think you know it's. I just don't like that that look at me stuff. Like like Anthony said, like you know, look what I did, you know. And and they they, they beat a you lot mean, of games. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Yeah, thanks, Stuart. I just uh, I, I I just can't stand those moments. The Witcher doesn't do those moments. The Witcher is like straight to the point in your face. Let's go kill this werewolf. You know, I, I just, mm, I don't know. It, it's it, it, and I feel like with The Witcher, you're more you're you're role playing more than anything, because you're always engaged in this stuff. Like with Uncharted, how many times have I had the camera look at Nathan Drake while he's running away from something,
2: Crash Bandicoot style, and. It's like I have no control. Drew over Drew, this. you're spiraling, Drew. You're spiraling into the, the I hate I hate Naughty Dog. Let's talk about a turn. Everybody knows I don't like Naughty Dog. Feel games. the hate. And and by the way, just to answer your question, Halo. Alright, moving on. That's that's the Microsoft exclusive that tries to make you feel things. It's Halo. Um, that's that's one game that never made me feel anything. Oh man, <laughs> if you don't feel something at the end of three though. No. Come the fuck on. I'm not even talking. Like, yeah, fuck
0: damn it. Halo is God damn it. You, you just shit. don't
1: like
2: feelings. Admit it, you don't like feelings. I
0: don't mind feelings. I thought it was great whenever, you know, Jennifer hate to feel them w- with with Jennifer and the last wish thing in Witcher Three. I thought that was great, and it had to be emotional. You, but the thing is, you were engaged while it was happening. You were making those choices, and in certain games. That are on a Sony console. They don't do that. And I find it annoying. And I find it basically like they're flexing their muscles. Or trying to. Anyway. Aloy. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to this game that we're playing. Uh, Aloy. Uh, using the focus. Sees all this stuff. Uh, and eventually she is found by Rost, who is her guardian, I guess. Yeah, surrogate father. I would assume we learn more about him. I hope they don't just leave it at that. We'll see. Um, but yeah, and then it, it cuts to, I, I guess, a few days, maybe weeks later. She's still playing with that focus um, and using it to, like, explore the world. Rost is like, you really shouldn't be messing around with that toy. But uh, this is when they kind of drive home the whole outcast thing. Uh, can't talk to certain people. Um, the kid throws rocks at her, hits her in the head. Uh, what dialogue option are we choosing here for everything?
2: Or does it matter? I don't I, think it matters. I think it just changes how you are fitting into the character more. Okay. I'm always choosing the, the smarmy, smart-ass one. Uh, I didn't know we were doing anything like that. I just picked uh, whatever I feel like in the moment.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. I did half head, half heart, I think.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm doing
1: brain constantly.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've hit the fist option. Yet. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah. Uh so they're outcasts and we don't really know why. Ross doesn't tell her. He's just like, Look, we we can't interact with the Nora tribe. Uh he was once part of the Nora tribe, but uh he has been outcast shunned. They can't talk to him, it's against the law to talk to them and she is too and she doesn't understand why Uh, and we do the whole obligatory training session where we go around hunting and this is where we first start seeing the the robot animals Um, and we learn a few things so there's different types of these animals certain ones do certain things they've got the, the watchers that will alert other animals in the area Yeah, the raptors. Yeah. Uh and cult seekers, aren't they? S- oh they see- No, no, oh, sorry, she's, she's, a, she's seeker. a seeker. Right. Got it. I'm pretty sure they're watchers, right?
2: Yeah, I think they are watchers. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm just an idiot. The
0: watchers. Um and those that's kind of the first um uh, enemy i i guess i guess i could call them enemies uh they do attack you but there's there's later on you can actually well you can tame some of them uh gosh i'm trying to think i mean it's just it's just basically that training session then you get to yeah the, yeah you get to the point where uh a, there's one of the guys that's with the tribe who, f- who's on a ledge? He falls down and now is surrounded by those things. Uh, and Aloy, using her focus, is able to yeah I do so- a little stealth. Yeah, you have to. Oh man, the stealth! I-, I I love stealth in games. Um, you have to make it to him by using the focus. So when you bring up the focus using the R three button, uh, it basically. Shows you the path that the the
2: seekers or not seekers. Now, now you got me doing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, it just they make such an emphasis on the word seeker that has now been driven into my head. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the, the you can see the path that
0: the watchers are taking, so you can kind of you know determine when they're going to be walking away from you and which way they're going to be going. Um, and yeah, we reach the guy. We get him to safety, and he's trying to thank us, and the rest of his tribe shows up, and is like, hey, don't talk to her, she's an outcast. And that's it. Now we're back to being adult Aloy.
1: That's where I jumped back in with my uh, full-level character.
0: So, I would say adult Aloy, what is she, like 18, 19 here?
2: Yeah. I would assume.
1: She seems
2: older than the other kids. Okay, but she should. She should because, remember, she was raised by Rost who isn't like, doesn't come off as the most sensitive
0: person. Well, she also physically looks older than the other kids. The other kids look like they're probably about 15. Like during the proving. And oh, she, I
2: don't know. The girl, the girl that you kind of become friends with, is looks older as well. well I guess uh, the kid, the box. blonde-haired asshole.
0: Yeah, fuck him. He looks like he's <laughs> like fifteen. Yeah. So uh, now we're adult, Aloy, uh, and she is getting ready to take on this thing called the Proving, which is pretty much any child. Uh, from the tribe can, uh, attempt to do this. Uh, I don't know. It's like a hunting exam.
1: Hunting slash obstacle, obstacle course. Course slash race.
0: Yeah. You can take the physical challenge, uh, and, uh, try to, uh, try to win. Uh, if you finish the proving, you become what they call a brave. Which is kind of the warriors of the the tribe. Um, she is a special case because she's an outcast. Uh, they allow even outcast children to try the proving, and if they succeed, uh, they become part of the tribe and are now a brave. So, Rost has decided to uh, send her to the proving so that she can become part of the tribe again Uh, so this is the day before or it's two days before it starts off two days before the proving and we get a couple of little side quests that we have to do Uh, the the first one being well your main quest is you got to go find some materials to make fire arrows along the way we get a few side quests Uh, got the one for the uh the lady who doesn't talk to anybody except all mother. I had to get her uh, some food for the week by killing actual animals. Uh, And uh, she wants to get her prayer beads. So we had to climb a high up point, get the prayer beads, bring them back to her. I did that one. And along the way, I ran into a guy who had injured his leg. And his daughter was out in the wild uh, for some odd reason. And uh, he wants me to go find her. I find her. She then says I'm looking for my mom's spear. So I then go find it. And then bring it back to them. I did those two side quests. Uh, when I did that side quest. Where I had to go get the spear. Uh, I had I had some fears. I had a fear that I was going to get a side quest. That's going to tell me to go here. And then when I get there, it's going to tell me to go somewhere else.
1: Ah, f- uh, the old nested fetch quest.
0: Yes. And so far, I have done at least three of those. So yes, my fear is validated. Uh, this this side quest, The side quest game is not very good here.
1: Yeah, I, I think the, for me, the main quests in this game are very, very good. And the side quests are not. There's just... It's, I don't know. Call it the opposite of The Witcher, there.
0: Yeah, that's. I think we spoiled ourselves, Matt. We started the year off (laughs) with possibly one of the best games we're going to play this year.
1: Yeah, it's setting the bar pretty high. But I think we needed it after last year.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Um, As I say, and then what am I? What's what do I have to compare off of? Homefront: The Revolution. (laughs) You've been messing around with that. Yeah. I was like, I needed a Far Cry, and I'm tired of the like just the wild. I was like, yeah, it's like urban Far Cry, you know. So I'm just like, right, cool. There you go. Um, I don't mind the 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 side quests in this. They're still better than some other games I have played before. So it's like, all right, this isn't the worst thing ever.
1: Yeah. And then there,
2: Some of of them are better than others, and I'd rather them be hit or miss than all just kind of... I'm just going to say, it's not related to this, but I recently played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Good game. Not a great game, necessarily. Fuck every side quest in that game, though. It They're pointless. There's barely any of them to begin with. But then they're all just, even when they're there, they're just not good. And it's like, alright, well... I'd rather not have my time wasted, and it's like, this game isn't bad at wasting my time, plus the fact that it's going to give me more resources and more experience still makes them feel more worthwhile than just kind of doing one to get, like, experience that does nothing.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I do have to give it. So far, every side quest I've done in this game has gave me a significant amount of experience points for and hopefully that doesn't stop. You, Matt, you said you're at the level cap, so is 30 the level cap?
1: No, no, I'm not. I think the, the levels go up to at least 50. I'm at about 34.
0: Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, I did those two. And and while I was doing those two side quests, I got enough stuff to make fire arrows. It wasn't like I had to go searching. Um, so you can... Craft in this game, so we need to talk about some of the mechanics. Uh, crafting is kind of done on the fly. You can do it in the menus as well, but in the heat of battle, you can just what was it the uh, left left bumper, I think.
1: Yeah, and it's let me L1. tell you, c- then- crafting arrows while you're being chased down is intense. I mean, I whenever this game makes me play the game you know when you're in the the, the battle so it the, the overall story is good i think but it's it's really the combat and the ac- action that that really sell this game to me um, there's the the part early on where we have to fight the i don't know what you call it, the giant panther brought, oh, that's kind the, of one-on-one uh, on one. the sawtooth yeah the sawtooth when you're fighting that one, I, I found this time and the first time actually I needed to craft while in the middle of the middle of the battle, and I don't know, I there's something special to me in this game.
0: Yeah. So, um, we get the fire arrows. Go back to Ross. Ross is like, good. You're gonna need them for tomorrow. And they're like, What's tomorrow. I guess you'll find out. So, um, uh, the next day, he wants us to help with a hunt, I guess. He tells us that we're going to be on our own, though. And when we get there, we have to fight what Matt alluded to, the Sawtooth. So, so far, we've been running into enemies that are basically like, uh, I would say, small enemies. Uh, ones that eventually, like once you, when you level up, you get experience point, you get ability points that you can put into different skills. Uh, there's a skill that allows you to basically insta-kill a small enemy if you do it like stealthfully. And, uh, this is the medium size enemy that, that you can't stealth kill, obviously. Everything else we've ran into so far, you could do that too. Uh, and the sawtooth is very aggressive. Um, and man, uh, yeah, prior to this, I forgot, uh, you had to go, you don't, I think it's, is it optional that you have to buy the, the, the drip wire trap?
1: The trip caster? Yeah. I definitely had it. I don't remember if I had to buy it or not.
0: Uh, you may have to buy it. I can't remember. But, uh. The
2: tripcaster you have to buy. You have to buy.
0: It's for, it's mandatory. So, uh, yeah. I bought the tripcaster from the guy who sells the outcasts. Uh, he doesn't want anybody telling, telling anybody that he's doing that because he can get in big trouble for it. But, uh, yeah, the tripcaster is nice because you can basically set nice traps. It's like a tripwire that shocks guys. I think there's probably other ammo for it, but. Uh, as of right now, I just have it set to when they trip it, it shocks them and stuns them for a little while. So you can get in some hits. Uh, with, uh, the focus, you can actually examine all the, the I'm gonna, just gonna call them monsters from now on. You can examine all the monsters and you can see what their weak points are. Uh, they have certain weak points on different parts of their body. So targeting those does extra damage and can also break off those parts that you can then pick up and use to, like, create stuff. Um, and a little bit later on, it also allows you to, well, uh, tame them, which we'll get into in a minute, but, uh, uh, yeah, so we have to fight on this, fight this sawtooth, use the trip, it was trip caster, that's what it is, I uh, used the trip caster, had it stunned a couple of times. And uh, actually, it went down kind of easily for me. It got a pretty good hit in, and I had to use my healing. Uh, the healing in this game is weird. So you fill up a meter by picking up herbal medicines, like in the wild. And that meter drains whenever you use your healing, all the way until their healing is full, or until you run out of the herbal medication. Uh, but... It
2: seems like I can stack it. Can anybody explain that to me? Yeah. So, so you fill up the when you fill up the meter. At first, you have two full meters. Yeah. So then you can upgrade and get a third one. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yep. And that's just how you much just of the, the the plant you can hold. Then there's health potions.
1: And that's separate from you. You also have the health potions,
2: yeah. Yeah. Which and
1: then there's two. I don't two. even have a signed.
2: There's health potion, and then there's like the full health potion.
0: Yeah. So do these health potions use automatically? No. Okay. No. All right. For some reason, I had it in my mind. I was like, I think those may use automatically if, as long as I have them equipped. But I, I've never. I've only died once so far. Well, Lottie fucking duh. Oh, I mean, she has a really good dodge roll that is pretty much... I swear to
2: God, I can never get it to work properly.
0: It's it's almost iframes for the entire Uh, roll.
2: uh, Always, always the enemy is like right on fucking top of me. Great. Is
0: there a lock-on mechanic in this game and I just missed it? No. I don't think... Because there's been plenty of times I got hit from behind, and I'm like, I didn't even know there was a guy behind me.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I don't think there is. I haven't seen one anyways. Okay. Um, I mean, this is the same game that was like, you can attack with your spear. And then I went, what do you mean there's a heavy attack? So...
0: The heavy attack does some major damage too.
2: That heavy attack and knocking over the small enemies is one of the best things ever because you just knock them over and then you stab.
0: Yeah, that is a fantastic ability. Um, I found one of the most useful abilities so far is the the whistle to make them come to you, and then I've already got that insta kill. Just yeah. Oh yeah. It, I don't yeah.
2: have that yet. Actually, the whistle.
0: The whistle, yeah. It's on the last skill tree. Uh, and it just makes them come to you, so I can just whistle while I'm in the tall grass, and they get up to me. Oh, wait, stab. no, I should
2: have the whistle. Uh, I thought I was missing one of the... It's, uh, um, can I just say that I don't like the way the skill tree works? Because it's not one. a tree. It's, it's just lines. It's not, yeah. And you can pick and choose wherever you want. Not really. I... I like, some of these feel like... See, this is this is the issue with anything that's set up. Like, this is not just the my complaint about this game. A skill tree is that, like, it gives you the basics and then allows you to specialize. And I feel like people have somehow skipped the part where it gives you the basics. I'm not saying the whistle is a basic, but, like some of the stuff and like, oh, this should just kind of be a thing you get. Like, I don't remember which, uh, oh, uh, you can now (laughs) you can now shoot arrows from standing on wires. Why isn't that just kind of a basic thing in it? Or like, if that's the case, why not specialize? And then, uh, like, why is that not, like, one of the first things you get and then it allows you to specialize off of there and then do, like, the stealth kills and stuff? Yeah. Like, we're... there's there's things that I'm just like, oh, I really like that, but I don't need the things before it. Exactly. And it's not a special, it's not a specialization skill that I'm wanting. So, again, like, have the tree or just have a every, every, these are the skills that are worth two experience points, you know, like outright. Yeah. You can lock some off until certain levels if you want, but like, it's just th- th- having to get some of these skills in it. Cause they're all just straight lines and that's like stuff I'm never going to use. I'm like, wh- why?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've got pretty much every starting skill at the top. The, uh, the, the I call it focus because that's what it usually is. Slow down time whenever you uh, are aiming and clicking the right yeah. stick. That is very You know which nice. one's
2: kind of broken? What's that? The focus when you Sliding jump. Sliding or jumping? Yeah, you just keep jumping up in the... you it's not even jumping off. You, you get so much time. So I when I fought the... Um, skipping ahead but uh, once you fought when you fight the corrupted machines for the first time yeah the big spider thing all I kept doing was jumping up in the air to aim and boy did I cheese that fight by just doing that <laughs> but uh, yeah
0: uh, crap where were we oh yeah fighting the uh, the sawtooth uh, yep I Stunned it a bunch of times. Still having trouble. I don't think I feel like I have. I'm having trouble aiming. I just feel like since you're the only thing it's aggroing to, and you're trying to shoot something that's rushing you, it's always kind of hard to do. Luckily, most of the yeah. Well, athletes... uh, oh, go ahead.
1: I was just saying, I'm that sawtooth I... I... Definitely started off with the bow. I, you know, I, I really like the aiming, and I like how you, with that sawtooth fight, it kind of crept along that left ledge, right? And it kinda, you kind of creep up, and you can look down onto the little valley that it's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, started picking it off until, you know, until it actually realized I was attacking it and came after me. So you're right. It is a bit easier, uh, you know, before they start charging you. Uh, in combination with, you know, I like trying to knock off their... Their spines and their, their, their yellow highlighted bits. So, I mean, even if that's not necessary to kill them, it, you know, it adds a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of spice to the shooting.
0: But yeah. Um, uh, kill the, uh, the sawtooth and Ross is basically saying, yep, you're ready for the proving. So we're off to. The next day, we're off to the, um, what's it called, Mother's Heart? Yep. Uh, which is the village for the uh, the Nora people. Uh, and they're having a big festival celebration for the Proving. They allow her in. Originally, they weren't going to, but there is a, a single uh, elder uh, that uh, she's all about letting... Aloy in, so she can do the proving. And Some people, well, a lot of people disapprove of it. Uh, and going through this festival, we finally get to the point where they're having their big announcement. And we start seeing other tribes there. Uh, one of which is a tribe that was notorious for uh, I, well, they, they kept saying murderers and slavers, uh, apparently tried to, I guess, enslave some of the other tribes. Is that
1: Karja? 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 Yes,
2: and I feel like enslaved, they were basically playing Genghis Khan.
0: Yeah. So. But, uh, the, uh, the original king that was doing all the bad stuff, it was killed by, well, his son. And now the new king wants to atone for all of the issues that his father caused. And he sent an envoy there, uh, to, uh, to basically give a peace offering. People originally- Apologize. Had, yeah, people weren't, uh, very happy with it, but there was a guy who was up there on stage with him from another tribe can't remember what his tribe was called um, he kind of talked some reason into everybody and uh yeah went about the uh went about the rest of the the speech uh, and we talked to that guy who was on stage who calmed everybody down uh dude apparently has a major crush on Aloy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or just wants to bone everything. It's hard to tell. Yeah.
0: He looks like Seamus. He looks like Seamus, the wrestler. He's got that mustache that turns into sideburns. <laughs> but. Uh, it's a classic look, really. I, I guess so. Uh, but uh, he's there with another guy. Uh, that, and what's interesting is, is through the crowd, Aloy saw it using her focus. There was another guy who had a focus. Olin. Olin. And she runs into him and is like, Hey, uh, you have this focus and I'm the only other person I've ever met in my life who has one of these. I'd like to ask you some questions. And, uh, he's very dodgy. It's like, ah, I don't want to talk he about goes,
2: it. Ah, look at it. It's time to go. Goodbye.
0: Yep. Uh, he, he does ah, have...
2: I left the stove on. Sorry.
0: He also has some pain. Uh, there's a part where he says it's something malfunctioned with his, and it gave him a headache. And uh, he runs off. Um, and we talk to... Uh, God, what, what's the... I can't remember the guy. The shameless guy's name. To save my life.
2: What? Seamus now, so just keep going. It
0: starts with an E. Yep, sure it uh, does. I'm not Eredin. Sure. No, that's, that's, that's the witch. Erelyn? <laughs> well, I'm going to call him Seamus. We'll just go with Seamus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, talk to him. Uh, we'll get a little bit more information on this Olin guy. Uh, and... Uh, Like, I've been trying to use all the optional dialogue so I can at least get a little bit more of this world. But, um, yeah. Uh, Learn a little bit more about the world and everything like that and all the different tribes and where he comes from, which he comes from Meridian, which is, I guess, I don't know. Errand. What now? End Errand. Errand. There you go. Uh but yeah. So we have to do the little I guess the ceremony where we have to light with a, with a light a lantern and let it go up into the air and and then um, get ready for the proving. Go to our, our bunks. That's where all the competitors are, including Bost, that guy who hit us in the head with a with a rock back in the day he still remembers it for some reason and uh yeah he's he's being a jerk still still I tell him to shut up uh we meet another girl there who's also gonna be in the proving of the V. Vala. Vala Vala yeah um she seems very friendly and uh Next day, we begin the proving. Which, uh, I, I didn't know what we were supposed to do in the proving. They just kind of just threw you there. Yeah. Pr- prove yourself. Prove yourself. So there, <laughs> there was a bunch of, uh, a herd of, of, uh, is it grazers? Is that what they're called? The deer yep. looking things? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we have a whole bunch of them stampeding around. We have to kill one of them and get a trophy from them. And we take that trophy and then climb this, climb a freaking mountain and then, uh, bring your trophy to the end. And whoever makes it there first wins. But that's just, uh, that's just a special prize. As long as you get there with your trophy, you, you finish the proving. So you become a brave. But, uh, yeah, we, we get our trophy and, uh, Douchebag shoots it After out of her hand. Yeah, Bass shoots it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bass shoots one of them out of her hand, so we have to kill another one to get another trophy. Um, and uh, we have to climb this mountain. Well, all, everybody's climbing this mountain and we're lagging behind, there's a part uh, that is an old part of the course that nobody uses anymore because a couple people died. Well, Aloy's like, well, it's faster. I'm going to take that one. Uh, so. We're climbing, uh, and we get to the part where we kind of meet up and we're about even with the rest of the group. Make it to the top and Aloy wins. Congratulations Aloy. And, uh, one of the, the, the matriarchs is there. She's congratulating Aloy and, uh, everybody's, well, one person's happy everybody else is kind of upset about it especially boss and uh as she is announcing Aloy the is the winner she gets shot with an arrow <laughs> <laughs> uh multiple times and then a bunch of arrows start raining from the sky and it's an
2: attack uh there's this a a, a group i would have never expected this after yesterday's events
0: yeah
2: I uh it did take me by surprise. Oh really? Yeah. I bit. I had a I had a feeling when I was talking to the people like um the guy there with the other uh um focus, focus. he was like <laughs> he's like go and enjoy every day like it's your last basically. And he's like, "Well, <laughs> tomorrow they're attacking." Huh? <laughs> okay.
0: We still don't know who did the attacking though, right?
2: Okay, they're wearing the same colors as the guy that was on stage. So I'm going to take a wild guess and say... I've
0: only seen that one guy. Maybe he was just wearing some kind of formal dress. I don't know. Anyway. So we're getting attacked. Uh, Pretty much all of the competitors in The Proving are dead. The only people left
2: alive is Vala, Bost, and... Aloy. Now a bunch of people survive. They are already. Oh, they are all hiding, and they are sent down first before the the main three. I did not see that. It is very quick, and they they get the they get some of the people to safety. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, um, we're pinned down, but uh, Aloy is like, "Nah, I'm going to take these guys out, man." Do we kill a lot of people here?
1: It goes on a, about a wave longer than I expected it to. That's
2: what I was thinking too. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was shocked when the guy with the machine gun shows up. <laughs> I was not expecting machine guns in this game. I was here. Either. We are.
0: <laughs> I was not either. I, I noticed that there was there was some kind of mechanical gun because there's a skill where uh, I looked at all the skills on the skill tree and it said when using heavy weapons and it shows alloy yes. with a machine gun and it gun. shows
2: her using that gun yeah. but i didn't know it was that gun at the time yeah like it it's because they slow those scenes down enough where i couldn't tell what the normal firing rate was going to be and so i was expecting it just kind of be like a a more like primitive gun type of thing and then it was like oh shit this is a machine gun not not a uh uh, like a slow launcher of like a dart. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, the
0: kill the way the first wave, then another wave comes out and they're getting really aggressive. Uh, and the guy with a machine gun comes out and starts shooting at us. I pop in them that I, I kind of cheesed it. I hid behind a rock where he could, I could see him and he couldn't see me and I just popped him in the head a couple of times.
1: <laughs> yeah. I did that a couple of times and then went in for the, you know the heavy melee,
0: yeah. Uh, and then, then I took that machine gun and mowed everybody down. For a game that is rated T for teen, there's a lot of blood in this game.
2: Or am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. This okay. game's pretty violent. I think. I think yeah. it's. 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 I don't know. Yeah. It's. It's. Setting guys on fire. I, I would not if I were the person I'd be like I don't know man. This seems pretty violent, but there's also I don't know I don't think there's enough gore like technical gore. Yeah, so
1: yeah, you don't get a lot of close-ups of it. I feel like
0: Yeah, I'll say this I prefer fighting robots than humans I Did not enjoy fighting the humans
1: yeah it was a bit more it was a bit too much of like popping out of cover shooting two arrows into a guy and then ducking yeah it was it was a bit too you know it doesn't have that dynamic like running and dodging at least that you know not not in this part because they start you know all coming at you from a distance and so it's it's mostly you know cover based shooting yeah you know i prefer i prefer the dodges the more you know energetic fighting
0: yeah me too in this game but uh so we stop all the guys um unfortunately Bost and Vala don't make it <laughs> and um we get ambushed by a guy um I would assume is the leader of this outfit and uh he grabs Aloy by the throat and holds her over a cliff and uh out of nowhere here comes Rost. Rost. uh shoots him with an arrow. After
1: he made it explicitly clear I will not help you.
0: Yeah. He well he also <laughs> you made You are on it, your own. He also made it explicitly clear you will never see me again ever. But uh not today. Uh shoots him. But uh he kind of just shrugs it off and pulls the arrow out and then goes after uh Rost. Um, Aloy's sitting there, can't really breathe, trying to, uh, I guess recuperate from that attack, and, uh, Rost unfortunately, uh, gets his own knife stabbed into him, or no, no, he, he, uh, he was fighting him with a spear, the guy had the knife, and he finally stabs him, uh, and, uh, as Ross is laying there dying, uh she goes to him the guy orders them to basically blow up the top of the mountain they bring in this explosives and uh Rost in a last ditch effort pushes Aloy off of the mountain
1: for your own good <laughs>
0: and, and yells survive kind of like how uh, Robert Downey Jr in uh, Tropic Thunder uh And,
2: uh... Yes, and I laughed at that moment because of that. I All I could think of was Robert Downey Jr. staring down the battlefield at Ben Stiller. Going, survive! <laughs> ben Stiller just getting shot! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's ruined that moment for me.
0: Yep. I, I legit had that exact thought. But, uh... Yeah, the the top of the mountain explodes. Unfortunately, Rost is killed, and uh, Aloy falls very far, <laughs> and somehow survives. And uh, must be some fluffy snow, I guess. And then uh, she wakes up in an unknown area uh, after being basically wheeled to a place. Uh, she's in and out of consciousness, uh, during that time. And they hear, they hear, uh, a few people talk about how we can't take her here. It's forbidden. She's an outcast. What are you doing? And, uh, when she wakes up, she is now in this underground area. Uh, we first have to go find all of her stuff. Uh, finally find her focus. To which she then realizes she is underground inside of a mountain. Which means only one thing. She knows what this place is. And this is essentially where All Mother is?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of religion in this game. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know. I I like the way it's done, but... It's, you know, certainly coming at it like, well wow, this is all ridiculous. It's clearly technology, just being foolish tribal people.
2: Um, I, I, see, I, I don't read it like that. I read it as in... Because I don't read it as, as, as pessimistic, I suppose. I, 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 like, the way I was taking it was, there, these are people who in who are so far removed from this... That it feels magic, like magic, and I, I yeah. can't remember the. Yeah, I can't remember this. Can't remember the statement. That, um, but there's a famous
1: statement. Any, any sufficiently can, advanced technology.
2: Yes, yeah, appears like appears to be magic because yep. yeah, these people don't know how this works. They they can't operate it, and so it's these things that are just happening. And here's this big. Technology hidden in a mountain, like, yeah, I guess it would kind of look like God, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's the way I read it as well. Except that the game doesn't make that a mystery for us to player. I mean, it's very clearly like there, there was technology here, and it's you know it's you know the world's fallen into ruin. So you know any of these things that they as magic or you know as something worthy of elevating to a religious status we know is just technology so it it doesn't you know it doesn't at all try to bring in that mystery of what do we think it is you know is there a mystical spirit here is there you know a god of some sort it doesn't raise that mystery not that that's necessarily better or worse but you know they've clearly given us the tools first
2: yeah i mean it's kind of like, though, I mean, I said it, mentioned it earlier, like, Nier Automata's probably in my top five games of all time. And they treat, and Nier, the original, right? Like, they treat modern-day buildings as temples because they're so far removed from it. I don't think it has the same impact if it were so far futuristic that even as we, the player, didn't know what we were looking at. Like, I, I don't know how you'd tell the story like that without people kind of knowing more. I can... I can, yeah. There is a perfect
0: medium for that, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. Matt, I know he's read it. Dark Tower series.
1: Yep, it's fantastic.
0: The Dark Tower makes it... I didn't know what this world was, but when you get to The Wastelands, which is the third book in the series, you start to realize... Oh.
2: This is happening in the, the world
1: f- the world has moved on so I mean
2: I mean like if it, using that I suppose like planet of the apes you know but it's it's I I like I just I don't know how you have the conversation about technology in that way of of becoming you know worshiped without us kind of having to know its technology in the first place, like, without it being so obtuse purposefully, right? Like, I, the way they're approaching this doesn't feel like it's so far removed from, like, or it's from what they're trying to do. Like, I don't feel that it's not working. Um, maybe a little ham-fisted, sure, but I don't think it's as bad as it could be.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, it's clearly like it could a different be hitting hitting me It the could mis- be...
2: It could be backhanding me with, like, don't you get it? Like, religion's bad. And it, I don't feel like that—that that is the point at any point in time.
1: Yeah, that's true. But like for me, the, the mystery is very clearly what caused this rather than, you know, rather than what's going on. Right, the question is not is this magic yeah. or is this god or is this tech? It's like, yeah, we're, we're telling you it's tech. You've got a different mystery to unravel here
0: yeah yeah and they give us another big mystery in a few seconds. so when Aloy gets a hold of her focus, she finds it um she's scanning the area and she sees a woman standing there, uh, an older what looks like an older version of her, and she believes it to be her actual mother. Um, at that point Tessa, the the matriarch that was fond of her and let her into the proving is showing us around at this point. She takes us to this large area where uh it seems like it has like a platform and she said that Aloy was born from this. Like one day yep. you're there.
1: Looks like it looks like a door.
0: Yeah, she says it just looks like a door, so how can I get in? When Aloy steps on it, the what they call all mother scans her and says the the I guess, it was, it's not facial recognition, it's it's some kind of like ID of some kind.
1: Yeah, uh, it looks like it's scanning its DNA her DNA.
0: Yeah, DNA. And it says not recognized and accessed is denied. And so they're like, okay. And of course the matriarch's like, oh, all mother. She hasn't spoken ever.
1: Which then why, why, why would they call it all mother? If if it's just what, what part of this is a mother? If there was never a voice.
0: Exactly. Isn't it just a piece of metal in the mountain?
1: Yeah, they do call it the womb of the mountain. Yeah. I I guess because it birthed Aloy.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> we um Yeah. We have to so now now our big mission is to find out who these people were that tried to attack us. The Nora people. So uh the matriarch makes Aloy a Seeker, which is basically uh, can go anywhere, do anything. She's now part of MI6, apparently. Licensed to kill. And uh, to discover not only who attacked them, but also find out who she is. So doing so, uh, we then decide to embark on our little journey. And, uh, the, uh, the village gets attacked again. <laughs> this time by the, uh, robotic monsters. And there's a new one there. Uh, they, they call it the demon, which we eventually find out is called a corruptor. And basically what it can do is it can send out a signal to other robots in the area. And basically make them do what it wants. So it, you know, basically gains control of them. So we now have a small little brigade of these things crashing through the gates. And, uh, we have to fight multiple enemies along with this boss character, which is the Corruptor. Uh, this fight, since it takes place in such a small arena, was chaotic as crap.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I was able to take it down. Um, And this is when we get a new ability. Um She's able to use her focus to find the part that is allowing them to take control of the other creatures. And she installs it on her... Spear. So we can now go and... Sneak up on... A smaller... Robot. And...
1: Control it. Reverse corrupt them.
0: Yeah. Take control of it. And then we can ride it. So we can... We finally got our steed. To which... I didn't realize you could ride animals in this game. Or ride these robots. And like... Probably... A couple of hours earlier, I was going from point A to point B saying, man, I really wish I could do something other than this.
1: <laughs> other than run.
0: Other than run. And sure enough. And let me tell you something. This really annoys me.
1: <laughs> it grinds my gears.
0: It's This really grinds my gears, Matt. I'm telling you. Why do you have a fast travel system that requires you to have a resource to fast travel? I don't like that. Yeah. I have a lot of them now, but when I really needed them, I had none. I barely use them.
1: Yeah, it's a long game. You'll need them again.
0: Yeah. So my thing is, is that there is a game called The Witcher 3 that allows, it. that allows you to fast travel <laughs> to any point that you have already discovered whenever you're at a fast travel point. So, if I'm at one of those campfires, why can't I fast travel to a campfire I have been to before?
1: Well, there are more fast travel points here than in The Witcher, per square mile I would say.
0: Sure. I mean, this game I I looked at the map, it's not as big as The Witcher, obviously. Yeah. So, I get it. But, it's still annoying. So, now that I'm a seeker, We're off to uh, what they, they tell us to go to Meridian. So Sun
1: City is that? Yeah. I think that's the one they call the Sun City,
0: the Sun City. Yeah. So we're supposed to go off to Meridian to get some answers. Uh, along the way, I ran into a guy who, uh, was holding the gates, said that, uh, we had a search party, uh, sent out to go find the attackers they got ambushed, everybody died, uh except for the um like the leader of it, and we don't know where the leader is. And he asked us to go and find the leader. I am now on my way to go find that leader, and that is where I stopped.
2: Did you find the uh vault that has a suit of armor in it? No. Okay. Is <laughs> that on this quest? You you will come in the direction of it. I went in, I cannot access the suit of armor, but fuck I want that suit of armor. God damn it.
1: Yeah, you cannot for a long,
2: long time. It is fascinating as hell to look at. Okay. I'll need to explore some more. It it was like a Metroid moment of oh whatever that is looks like it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I want want to just say, uh, the All-Mother is what apparently stopped the war in the past, and that's the reason why the people worship it. She says it in that moment um, because there's the big machine that's poking through the ceiling there. Right, yeah. And that's the reason why they worship it. Uh, It's never talked to anyone directly. However it ha- it, there, it. did have a presence in the world that people have adapted into a religious stance. You know, so.
0: Gotcha. Um, so I don't hate this game. Contrary to what everybody may believe. <laughs> I do not hate this game. I think it's fine. I think the combat's okay. Um, so far, I think the story's Okay. Um, I just feel like it should. Be, I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the delivery's fine. I don't know. I, I was gonna say that the delivery may be off, but I, I, they've got very good voice acting. I just like the the facial animations are very distracting to me. And th- th- I mean, this is an open world game at this point, so there's a lot to do. Yep. And, and you
2: uh, almost have to do it because like you need to level up.
0: Yeah. So the the big the big main quest right now to get to Meridian is like level ten or eleven. I am like level six. Secure at the gates? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that one's level twelve.
0: Twelve. So yeah, I am seven at max, so obviously I need to go and do some side quests to level up. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, so far, I'm, I'm still enjoying the game. Um, the, 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 the one time I did die, it was stupid. It was just, it, it was like I just got overrun by a herd of them. Mm-hmm. Which I think happens a lot. Was often. it in
1: that tight fight with the Corruptor?
0: No, no, no. It was, uh, I was actually, I was actually going for that side quest that we're on right now. Um, but I, it was like a, a special area that's marked on the map that like, that's where a bunch of them always are. And I guess I just ran right into it on accident and just got surrounded.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can be taken out fairly. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get health in, in this game, but. Yeah. I mean there are a lot of big enemies in this game also that can knock you down pretty quick. But yep. for me, I mean you can mention that the tree, not liking the way the trees laid out, but one thing I always liked about this game is that the upgrades are meaningful. I feel like that is fair. I mean they, there are there are games where you barely notice when you when you get new skills that they're impactful on the game in this uh, which is actually a big reason why I wanted to play New Game Plus on this. I really want to see the, you know, the back end of that, that I wasn't able to unlock the first time. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I I, I, th- I see that as a strength. Uh, for me, part of it was the, you know, the sense of wonder. There's a lot of different types of mechanical animals in this game. I think over 20, 25 or 28 or something like that. Wow. So, I mean, it... it there's there's a good variety, you know. Some of them are, you know, each one can be its own epic battle. Uh, I don't know if there are any, you know, super high level ones like Ruby Weapon style, but um, I think also just just the combat in general. I I don't know. There's something about zipping around and. Turning after, you know, two or three dodges and launching the arrows, you know, right at, you know, particularly vulnerable parts of the enemies. I I don't know, something about the the dynamic combat that I really liked in this game. Plus plus the story story does have a fair amount of payoff at the end.
2: I'm I'm enjoying it so far. That's all you got (laughs) to say? Yeah, because I'm running out of time before work. Oh, shit, that's right. Sorry.
0: Um, we got an email. Um, if you need to go, you can go. But um, All right, peace out, gentlemen. All right, see you, man. All Sorry, right. I have to, you totally forgot about that. So this email comes in from uh, Chad. It says, uh, hi, crew. I am playing along with you on Horizon and just stopped after reaching Meridian, which ironically means halfway. Uh, I may have another email on that later this week, but I uh, parsed out some ideas for you to consider for game scheduling this year. Horizon and the Frozen Wilds DLC will probably take the entire month of March. You can probably fit Hearts of Stone in one episode in April, along with a 25 (laughs) to 30 hour game. I I was thinking Far Cry 5 would fit well here to break up the genre monotony. Uh, then in May, you could finish off Witcher 3 Blood and Wine DLC, still have time for a one-off game like Remember Me, which is about 10 hours to beat. You could probably fit God okay. of War or Ancala Cthulhu in June, which will help you break up the open world games, considering the game's length, Dragon's Dogma would take a solid month and might make a good summer game for July. I would suggest starting Spider-Man at the beginning of August as a palette cleanser from high fantasy RPGs and then finish the month with South Park the Stick of Truth, which can be completed in about 12 hours, even with side questing. September will be an ideal time to play through Assassin's Creed Origins because it will be the month prior to the next Assassin's Creed game. Also, that open world game will take you a solid month to complete. In the scary month of October... I suggest splitting it between two games. The following DLC, which is a standalone for dying light, and co-op playthrough of Di- Dead Space 3. Considering I just
1: hitting a lot of the heist.
0: I know. Considering NaNoWriMo and the holidays, you could probably finish out the rest of the year with Red Dead Redemption 2. Just thought scheduling in this way might help pace the genres and give listeners some advance notice on when you plan to tackle certain titles. Anyway, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Horizon. Until next time, Chad. He also then sent another email afterwards, says another alternative for November and December could be Vagrant Story, since Matt may be traveling and is playable as a PS1 classic on the Vita. Just a thought
1: certainly is preloaded and ready to go.
0: Wow, there you go. Uh Man, you hit everything. Yeah. I mean,
1: the only thing I don't like about laying it out like that is where's the whimsy? Like what if I get over <laughs> What if I get overcome by something in 2 months and I just desperately need to play it? Uh, you know. I, I mean, that's like every game I want to play this year, but what do I want to play that I don't even know yet that I want to play?
0: That's true. Yeah, we are very at least whimsical. <laughs> mystery
1: gap, I think. <laughs> but uh, but no, all those games sound fantastic, you know, and high on the list.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's he named everything that I'd I'd love to love to play. So, um, or, or or at least finish. Like some of those games, I have played some and have not finished.
1: Yeah, I mean. It, even just listing them like that has me excited because, I mean, part of it was the game choice last year, but part of it was also, like, the crushing travel schedule. Yeah. I shouldn't have this year. Both of those things have me just so much more excited to be able to sit on a couch. I don't know. That that's just sounds really exciting to me to just – and, I you know, I, I got to be honest. This this game is the first game that I've sat down with my PS4 in a while and – it's it's partially that comfort of not having been able to do that for the last few months, right? And partially just that I absolutely adore this game. So for me, it was just I, I've I've basically had a grin on my face the whole time I've been playing this game so far.
0: I'm glad you're enjoying it again, Matt. I, I was I was fearful that you would be like, ah, I've already played through this game once.
1: Nope, I'm already planning my third playthrough of this. Oh, jeez. Because if I do two full playthroughs, I'm like, oh, jeez, I'm not that far away from a Platinum now. And by that point, I should have that best armor. I should be maxed out. I'm like, can I play it on ultra hard? I'm not really an ultra hard kind of guy, but I don't know. Maybe if it's a third playthrough, I can swing it. Do you
0: want to hear something crazy? When Always. We, when we beat The Witcher 3, I flirted with the idea of saying, why don't I try this on Death March? just see what happens just to see what happens apparently the first 10 levels of death march are like the hardest part of that game oh yeah you have to prepare you have to use oils you have to use potions you have to dodge you have to parry you know but that
1: that would be a, a completely different game from the way i played it
0: yeah it would be me too i just i don't have the time for that i'm yeah. I'm, I'm barely finding the time to play through horizon right now so, and then, and yeah. then every year I, I flirt with the idea of, like, I want to go through all the Dragon Ages again.
1: <laughs> Me too. I was actually thinking that the other day. I'm like, oh, especially the first one, because you can get so much out of just replaying the beginning. Yeah. Right? With the different characters. I'm like, I should just go back and do that at the least, right? And then, you know, and then see what happens. Maybe I'll stick around.
0: Yeah. And I see now you're in Dragon Age 2, and you're like, gotta do Inquisition, right? Huh. So... Yeah, I mean that, that's. That, I mean, that's that's actually a really good plan. But like like Matt said, I do like the the every every once in a while just being kind of, hey, let's do this, you know. Uh, and I, sure, we sh- we should keep into consideration that other people are playing might, along might not have us. the same whimsy. <laughs> yeah, might might not have that. Um. But, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something we can look into. I mean, obviously, when we finish, the you know, Horizon and the Frozen Wilds, the next thing we are going to do is going to be Hearts of Stone. So, we we will play through the the Witcher DLC this year, guaranteed. In fact, I want to go ahead and get it done, kind of thing. Yep. So, I'm fine with putting a game in between them,
1: but... But not half a year.
0: Yeah, no, I want to have all that DLC done by June at least. So, and I think we can do that. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, I, I really do appreciate en- that email. Um, just, uh, just the care and consideration of plotting out our, our, our whole year for the podcast. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, that's going to be uh, it for us this week. Um, I do appreciate everybody listening. If you'd like to send us an email talking about Horizon or the next games that we're going to be doing, uh, you can send it to drew at ztgd.com. You can follow us all on Twitter. I am at Drew Leachman, and Matt is at REMGS. The podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Anthony does not have Twitter anymore. It died with its family. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us. Um, Until next time, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And Anthony has left the building. But we will all be back next week with the continuation of Horizon (laughs) Zero Dawn.